Hello fellow safety and health professional and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. It's incredible how small birds like finches and sparrows survive brutally cold winters. Especially when it's a winter where there's been an ice storm. How do they survive that? I've marveled about that many times. Now, for several years, I've been an avid bird feeder. I have bird feeders. In fact, today I'm going to put out a bird feeder for hummingbirds. And I've raised parrots. My last name's Hawk. Of course I'm going to love birds. And birds can be tough and handle extreme conditions, but they are also vulnerable to slight biological insults, such as bacteria and dampness. Like us humans, birds can be both rugged and sensitive. So what allows birds to survive a severe winter? Resilience. A trait that gives individuals and animals the ability to overcome extreme challenges like the ones we're experiencing now. Because we are. We're experiencing challenges that are more than we're used to. Though the amount varies, all of us have a reserve of resilience. Some people can handle and bounce back from the most severe trauma. Others fall apart easily during a seemingly minor difficulty. If you're resilient, it means you can, quote, recover quickly from difficulties and have, quote, the ability to cope during setbacks or with limited resources, unquote. I got that from the dictionary. Birds have developed natural tactics like fluffing their feathers, slowing down their metabolism, which gives them the resilience to survive during frigid conditions. Uh, We, too, can use tactics to handle adversity better. I don't know where I lie along the resilience scale. I don't know how resilient I am compared to other people exactly. Uh, But there are three things I use that help me handle duressful situations. I'd like to share them with you. First off, help others. Help and encourage others. If you're not focusing on yourself, the woe is me kind of thing, and if you're helping others, it'll cut down on the stress you're feeling from the situation you don't like. Now, whether visual, virtual, I should say, whether virtual or in person, when you interact with your coworkers, now is the time to use your coaching skills as a safety and health professional to encourage them and raise their spirits. I mean, that's part of what we do. You know, we encourage people to work safely. We have to sometimes counsel them on their behavior. But we actually have those kind of skills already built into our job for most of us. You're also probably able to inspire and help them be diligent in their hygiene and social distancing behavior. In fact, that might be part of what your job is right now. I had a colleague, a friend, and he was a client until COVID. We had to drop a project, but he's the safety manager for a steel company. And now part of his job is helping employees be able to protect themselves and be able to work safely and not spread the virus or get it themselves. And so that's actually part of his job, and that may be the case with you, too. And I'm sure that that helps you 
be able to handle your own stress by helping others. Now, I spent several years in the nuclear power industry, including the first five years in the radiation protection department, where I regularly dealt with preventing radioactivity from spreading on people and objects. So I've been able to pass on some professional insight to my friends and family about how easily a contaminant, a virus, can move and tips on ways that they can protect themselves and others. Uh, even about taking your gloves off, I used to give classes on how to take your gloves off, how if you're wearing a respirator, take it off safely, you know, different things about decontamination. So I enjoy doing that and, and helping my friends and family and others in, in different ways and giving them some kind of inside tips about it. So that's one thing, help others. Two is don't lose your sense of humor. Expressing humor during trying times will significantly improve your resiliency. I've been telling folks who wait on me uh, at the grocery store or places I go, and I always joke with them anyway, but now one thing I say pretty regular, I tell them, oh, you have a lovely smile. Of course, I can't see their mouth behind a mask, so the compliment is absurd, and they know I'm being fun, you know, trying to be funny. But I can tell you from their eyes and chuckles that they enjoyed my comment and that it's brightened their day. I've also gotten a few laughs from colleagues and friends by jokingly telling them that lately I've learned the difference between spending quality and quantity time with my darling wife. She's not thrilled that I say that, but she knows I'm just teasing. Oh, Neil Diamond wrote a parody about washing your hands and social distancing that you've got to check out. It's based on his song, Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. It's hilarious, and uh, it's worth checking out. Um, Diamond performs the song on YouTube, so you can just search for uh, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline parody for coronavirus. And my favorite verse in it is, uh, Hands, washing hands, don't touch me, I won't touch you. That's really good. Many things about the pandemic are not funny at all. They're sad, and they shouldn't be made fun of. People dying, getting really sick, yes. But in general, during any stressful situation, humor, when appropriate, is healing and can reduce stress. The saying, laughter is the best medicine, applies today as much as it ever has. Even, you know, they say pilots and doctors, surgeons, under stressful situations, when they're Humor can help relieve the tension. Now, here's my favorite example of humor helping relieve tension uh, during a stressful situation. A friend of mine who uh, I was out in California to give a talk, and we spent quite a bit of time together, and then, we, and then we became friends. He used to sell communication equipment for emergencies, particularly for mining cave-ins, where they would set up communication links uh so that the miners could speak to the people above ground that were trying to save them. And he told me about one cave-in that happened in Pennsylvania, that the miners were trapped for a while, and it took a long time, he said, a couple, actually like a day and a half or two days, to get the communication link down to the miners. Once the link was set up, and the first miner that said anything over this communication link, here's what he said, we better be getting overtime for this. And my friend said that everybody was laughed above ground and it actually relieved tension. He said, we thought, all right, this is going to be okay. And it was, by the way. Uh, All the miners were rescued. And the third thing that has helped me handle this, especially recently, is that I'm grateful what I do have. 
During smooth and rough times, and I've even written about this, I've learned through regular practice, and now it's helping me a lot because I'm used to it, to be grateful for whatever I do have. My in-person speaking business has been put on hold. I'm now working on doing virtual stuff, but I really am an all-hands-on kind of speaker, but I'm working on it. But I'm still very grateful and thankful that I have enough food. I take a shower every day, enough water. And plenty of electronic equipment. In fact, I bought a few things recently and have to learn about it so I can start doing more virtual stuff. Now, disappointingly, I can't go and eat inside my favorite restaurant up in Vineland, New Jersey. However, I am delighted. I can watch the finches and the sparrows enjoy a meal at the bird feeders in my yard. I hope you're doing well. And uh, I hope you realize that this will get over. I don't usually don't end these podcasts this way, but uh, my, one of my favorite sayings, this too shall pass. And unless you have some serious illness that happens or even a fatality, it, this is really mostly inconvenience, mostly. Uh, not for everybody, for sure. And you're welcome to, to uh, send me emails for whatever, Richard at Make Safety Fun. And if you're listening to this, Uh, Thank you so much for sharing with me our thoughts and ideas together.